0: This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we wrap up our adventure in Acts with shipwreck, events on Malta, Paul arrives in Rome, and Paul preaches the gospel in Rome, and then we dive back into Genesis with Genealogy of Seth. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at TheWordIndoors.org or on your favorite podcast provider.
1: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching Him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord.
2: And you forgave the iniquity of my sin.
1: O Almighty God, merciful Father, I, I a poor merciful sinner,
2: confess.
1: Let us pray almighty and gracious Lord pour out your Holy Spirit on your faithful people keep us steadfast in your grace and truth protect and deliver us in times of temptation defend us from all enemies and grant to your church your saving peace through Jesus Christ your son our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
2: First lesson for the feast of the Reformation is written in the Revelation, the Revelation of St. John chapter 14. And I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation, and tribe, and language, and people. And He said with a loud voice, Fear God, and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea, and the springs of water.
0: St. John, the 8th chapter. Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and -hmm. you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. They answered him, we are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This is the gospel of the Lord.
1: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Although Luther's battle cry to return to the teachings of the scriptures rang out in the church some 500 years ago, there is still a desperate need in our world for clear biblical teaching about sin and salvation. One recent example will prove my point. Tim Pape, a local attorney, wrote an article in Saturday's Fort Wayne Journal Gazette entitled The Epitome of Woke. What caught my attention was the large color picture next to the article of the Word of Life mural from the facade of the Hesburgh Library at the University of Notre Dame better known to many of you football fans as the touchdown Jesus. One did not have to read far to find that Mr. Pape considers Jesus to be the epitome of woke. He calls Jesus, quote, the king of woke, end of quote, because Jesus' ministry supposedly accepted everyone in love without judgment. He goes on to state, quote, the Ten Commandments are the path to eternal salvation, end of quote. His logic is this, if Christians are not showing unconditional acceptance to everyone, they are not following Jesus' key command to love one another. You love your neighbor. He even says, again I quote, we must be woke to eat to earn eternal salvation end of quote what is especially troubling and sad is that mr papes false and confused statements probably reflect the understanding of many others in our society today even as we celebrate reformation day this day we see the ongoing and desperate need for biblical teaching about sin and salvation. And Jesus provides such simple and clear teaching in our gospel reading from John as conflict is escalating between him and some of the Jews in Jerusalem who had believed in him in some superficial manner that was far from saving faith. To them and to us this morning, Jesus says, if you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. These Jews, like modern Americans who live in the land of the free, are puzzled by any talk that they need to be set free. They understood themselves to possess a free will wherein they could still choose between good and evil. For these Jews, Adam's sin did not mean that they had to follow his path of rebellion and sin. They could make their own choice there. Like Nicodemus earlier in this gospel, they did not understand the earthly matters about sin. That a person born of physical flesh is born enslaved to sin. Yes, spiritually dead and in need of the birth of water and the spirit from above, from the divine realm. Thus Jesus teaches about sin with profound simplicity. Amen, amen, I say to you. Everyone who is doing sin is a slave to sin. This is one of the clearest expressions in scripture of the doctrine of original sin. Our problem isn't just that we commit actual sins. Our real problem is that we are enslaved in a condition of sin, an enslavement to sin from which we cannot even begin to free ourselves. Such a denial of sin is, as a condition is not just present in these first century Jews, but I heard it expressed recently in a remake of Billy Joe's 1989 hit song, We Didn't Start the Fire. Now, that catchy song that many of you have heard enumerates all sorts of people and challenging events from recent history around this refrain. And listen to it. We didn't start the fire. It was always burning since the world's been turning. We didn't start the fire. No, we didn't light it, but we tried to fight it. Now, Billy Joe knows how to sing, but he is not a biblical theologian Yeah. We Billy Joe, this is the biblical truth is that in Adam, sin, all of us sinned. So we did start the fire and we are regularly adding fuel to the fire with each passing day. We did light the fire and we cannot successfully fight the fire on our own, much less put it out as the current daily news stream tells us as we see it on our cell phones, we still find ourselves in the midst of brutal wars and mass murders. Jesus teaches us, everyone who does sin is a slave to sin. Jesus also teaches here about salvation with simple and profound clarity. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. What we slaves to sin could not do, what no fellow slave could do for us, the son has done in our place. He has freed us from the slavery of sin by paying the high price of our slavery. Now, if Dr. Norling was preaching, he would say, he has paid our manumission. He has freed us from slavery by paying the price. And the price was living his holy life for all and offering his precious blood as that total payment on the cross, pouring it out to pay the full price in order to free us from slavery to sin, to free us from the consequences of eternal hell that our sin deserves. Jesus' call to abide in my word is a call to abide in him. It's a call to trust in him as the only way of salvation. No one comes to the Father except through the Son. When God gives his spirit to you in baptism, he gives it to you to abide in you, and then we abide in Jesus, and know him as the way, the only way, the truth, and the life. The truth who is Jesus sets you free. Where does the truth Jesus set you free today? Surely in baptism, surely in the absolution that you just heard, you were freed. Surely in this preaching, but also certainly and surely right here today in a few moments as you receive his true body and blood, here Jesus comes to abide in you, to take your sin and give you his righteousness. That blessed exchange freeing you from the dominating slavery of sin so that you abide in him and in his house for all eternity. Our fathers expressed the central teaching of the Reformation in this way in Article 4 of the Augsburg Confession. Furthermore, it is taught that we cannot obtain forgiveness of sins and righteousness before God through our merit, works, or righteous, or satisfactions, but that we receive forgiveness of sin and become righteous before God out of grace for Christ's sake through faith when we we believe that Christ has suffered for us and that for his sake our sin is forgiven and righteousness and eternal life are given to us. For God will regard and reckon this faith as righteousness in his sight. May we, like our Lutheran forefathers of the Reformation, be clear and prophetic voices in this confused world who teach and trumpet the freedom from sin's enslavement that has been won by Jesus, offered to all, and received as an unmerited gift by everyone who abides in him. Jesus, who is the truth incarnate, speaks this truth to all of you this day If the Son sets you free, you are free indeed, and so you are. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: In our prayers, we join with Seminary Jacob Frank and his family in imploring God to show mercy to his two year old brother Zechariah, who is gravely ill. Let us pray for all God's faithful people that in Christ Jesus they might have life eternal. We praise you, O God, for preserving the truth of your holy word and for creating and sustaining the church by your word and spirit. Grant your church throughout the world to hold fast to your truth and to proclaim the good news of salvation with boldness, so that by your grace the hearts and minds of people everywhere may continually be transformed. Lord, in your mercy. Amen. We praise you, O God, for faithful confessors in every age who risk their lives in order to proclaim your word of grace. Grant to each of us the same zeal for the truth and love for the lost that living daily in repentance your church may show forth your mercy and your truth lord in your mercy Here we praise you O god for faithful seminaries and schools that prepare servants to labor in your kingdom bless this institution with dedicated men and women who diligently prepare themselves to walk alongside your faithful people so that your kingdom may continually come among us even as it goes forth into all the world. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We praise you, O God, for instituting governments to enable sinful people to live together in peace, guide our leaders to serve you and our nation faithfully, and provide good government in those parts of the world where discord or strife dominate. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. We praise you, O God, for the gift of health and for the health care professions through which you serve those in need. Restore to health those who seek healing, watching over with tender care little Zechariah. Uphold his family during these trying times with your mercy and grace. Lord, in your mercy.
1: Hear our prayer. Hear us, Holy Father, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our mighty fortress and Redeemer, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. It is truly meet right and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you Holy Lord Almighty Father everlasting God through Jesus Christ our Lord who out of love for his fallen creation humbled himself by taking on the form of a servant being obedient unto death even death upon a cross risen from the dead he has freed us from eternal death and given us life everlasting therefore with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven we laud and magnify your glorious name evermore praising you and saying There. Jesus Christ and the night when he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and he gave it to his disciples and said take eat this is my body which is given for you this do in remembrance of me the same way also he took the cup after supper and when he had given thanks he gave it to them saying drink of it all of you this cup is the new testament in my blood which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins this do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me the peace of the lord be with you always and blood of our lord jesus christ strengthen you in body and soul until life everlasting depart in peace
0: amen, amen. oh give thanks unto the lord for he is good
2: and his mercy forever. let us pray
0: We give thanks to you, almighty God, that you have refreshed us through this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us through the same, in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever.